It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio KCAW in Sitka. Today is Thursday, December 28th, 2023. I'm Andrew Hames. This is Raven News. Sitka's police department remains seriously short-staffed. Chief Robert Beatty argues that police departments across the country are struggling to recruit and retain officers. But when he gave his quarterly report to the Sitka Assembly on December 26th, he was met with grievances from former staff and their families who say the staffing shortage points to a hostile work culture at the local level rather than national trends. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. Once a quarter, department heads give an update to the Sitka Assembly. And on December 26th, it was Sitka Police Chief Robert Beatty's turn. Reading from a prepared statement, Beatty shared some statistics, like 10,000. That's roughly the number of calls for service SPD responded to this year. Or 3,400. That's the number of 911 calls dispatchers answered, more than double last year's 911 calls. A much smaller but equally significant number is 15. That's the number of positions at the police department that are currently vacant. It accounts for around half of the department's staff of jailers, officers, dispatchers, and animal control. This time last year, the department was also reporting a shortage of around a dozen positions. Nevertheless, Beatty said under his leadership, they've reduced the attrition rate by 75 percent since 2010. Morale within the department is generally positive, a testament to our supportive work environment, which includes good equipment, continuous training, and strong administrative support. However, the workload, particularly for officers with young families, is a significant concern and can impact morale. In response to rumors and criticisms over social media about me personally and my leadership, I encourage direct engagement with our department. Beatty attributed the current low staffing levels to national trends and a declining interest in law enforcement careers, making hiring more competitive for small departments like Sitka's, which has the added challenge of being a remote island community with a tight housing market. This trend is not unique to Alaska, but is a national issue affecting all sectors of the workforce. Consequently, the Competition for recruiting officers has intensified remarkably. Departments across the state are now compelled to offer substantial hiring bonuses ranging from $20,000 to $60,000 in an effort to attract qualified candidates. Along with a $20,000 sign-on bonus SPD is offering, Beatty said they're collaborating with a police recruiting consulting firm and a separate retention and mentoring program. Beatty said he's focused on quality, not quantity, in his recruitment efforts. Assembly members didn't publicly address Beatty with questions or comments about his report, but some members of the public voiced concerns. Breezy Cranford is the wife of former Sergeant Gary Cranford, who filed a lawsuit against the city and police department this year after he was demoted. If everything is so positive, why has there been a mass exodus over the past 12 to 18 months? It is a hostile work environment, and the employees are not to have an opinion about anything if it isn't all rainbows and butterflies. So my question is, how many more lawsuits does the city have to get before there's a third-party investigation to find out what's going on within the PD? Two former employees also spoke, including the most recent animal control officer, Sam Pointer, who said he resigned from his position in mid-December after a disagreement over compensation. 
He said he wants his job back, but only if Beatty isn't his supervisor moving forward. I also have been told that there's two sides to this story. I am totally open to hearing publicly or privately the other sides from the administrator, from the chief, from the finance department, and from HR. I loved my job, and I'm not trying to fight somebody else's battle. And Sinolden Norwood, a former employee, alleges he experienced sexual harassment while on the job before he quit in 2022. During the course of the time that this incident happened, when I did make my report, I felt that it was not a good work environment for me. I felt that I had to be isolated from everybody. I walked like I was on eggshells because I couldn't say anything or couldn't do anything because I didn't know which direction it would be taken. His wife, Petra Lechner, who said she was there when Norwood filed the complaint, said it all came down to one thing, Beatty's leadership. The chief's treatment of uh, employees is arbitrary, unfair, unequal, and I think he's in over his head. Uh, professionally, he does not know how to run a police department um, that attracts good employees and retains good employees, and it just, it's just not a fit, so a change, it's, the solution is pretty simple to me. Beatty took over the department in 2019, but morale and staffing problems in the Sitka Police Department extend back further. In 2016, SPD staff held a nearly unanimous vote of no confidence in leadership. And in the last five years, four former SPD employees have brought suits against the city, all of them represented by the Anchorage civil rights law firm, the Northern Justice Project. Three were settled out of court for around $900,000 in all. The fourth was filed this October by former Sergeant Gary Cranford. KCAW has reached out to the municipal administrator and mayor for comment. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Katherine Rose. See Alaska Heritage Institute released a pair of new indigenous language learning apps this month. The apps are the first of their kind, opening doors to a new generation of people hoping to master the endangered languages. KTOO's Yvonne Crumley has more. Leah Urbanski with Sealaska Heritage Institute demonstrates a new games app. It lets you choose which language you want to practice. Klingit, Hadkil, or Smalyak. Urbanski picks Hadkil. Her phone screen fills with animated sea creatures. So it's all kind of live animals floating around the screen. And then whenever you click on it, <laughs> this guy just pops up out of nowhere. A harbor seal pops up in the corner of the screen, looking at us. When Urbanski taps on it, the hot kill word pops up, hood. There's also a game with a forest full of birds native to Southeast Alaska, a quiz game, and a few more games on the Klingit side. This app and two others released this month are SHI's first to put Khadkil, the Haida language, or Smalyek, the Simsian language, in app form. The other two are learning apps for each language, much like the Klingit one SHI released several years ago. They have phrases like this in Smalyak. Where are the abalone shells? In Dadu Tiga Bilha. As well as vocabulary. Snowing. Yeah, madam. And a breakdown of the alphabet with recordings to help learners pronounce each sound right. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, 
The Hadkill voice you're hearing is Skil Jade Linda Schrack, and the small yek is Shigop Alfie Price. Price and Schrack worked with a team of language experts to make the apps. The Hadkill and small yek apps are a bit thinner in content than the Klingit app right now, but Urbanski says that will change. For right now, this is what we have, but we're going to continuously keep adding to this as we go along, just gathering all the kinds of vocab that we need. Uh, let's see if this works. Ferret. Dayats. She says these apps are another way learners can engage with the endangered languages. I think getting language out there in, in as many ways as possible is important, especially with our ever-evolving world. I think technology is one of the things that a lot of people use. Apps are especially helpful for younger learners, she says. And they're all free to download from app stores on iPhones and Android devices. In Juno, I'm Yvonne Crumery. With the holiday season well underway, regional health officials encourage residents to incorporate some precautions for seasonal respiratory viruses. Erin Hardin is a spokesperson for Bartlett Regional Hospital in Juneau. Hardin says that by taking care of individual health needs, people can help take care of the community's health as well. It's a good reminder to just, you know, continue to take reasonable precautions, stay home when you're feeling sick, and keep up to date on your vaccines. And that really helps keep both the healthcare system and ourselves um, as healthy as possible. Contagious viruses like COVID-19, the flu, and RSV continue to hit households in Alaska this holiday season. According to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, over 20 people were admitted to hospitals across the state with confirmed cases of COVID-19 this week. We had an early rise of respiratory illnesses, particularly flu, in the community of Juneau that really mirrored what we kind of saw happening at the statewide level. But fortunately, that didn't translate to higher admissions here at the hospital. Residents hoping to test for COVID-19 before gatherings may have to buy them. The Juneau municipality stopped offering free tests to the public this summer. There is still a way to get tests for free, but it might take a bit longer than a walk or drive to the local pharmacy. This fall, the federal government revived its program to offer free tests through the U.S. Postal Service. For residents looking for vaccines, Juno Public Health Center nurse manager Allison Gotchlick says most pharmacies and healthcare providers have the most recent COVID-19, flu, and RSV vaccines. I'm Andrew Hames, and this has been Raven News.